0: Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. I'm Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio. As my intro said, we bring you inspiring tips to help you in your everyday life. And our show today is called... The best intuition exercises to develop your intuition, and we have some people out in the chat room today. Uh, we're live on Blog Talk Radio, and we have someone out in we have some people out in the um, on the switchboard. And if you want to ask a question, I will try to answer your questions today. So um, I think you just have to push one on the phone, and it'll tell me that you want to ask a question. So why don't we get Started. And hello to everybody out there who's listening to the recording. I know we have lots of people who listen, hundreds of people listen out there to the recording after we publish it. And uh, so thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing and coming in today. So let's get started. You know, people love intuition exercises. In fact, it's one of the things that I find is most searched on in Google. Not intuition, but intuition exercises. The best intuition exercises can astronomically advance and develop your intuition. But you know, there are a lot of bad exercises out there. And there's also a right way and a wrong way to do an intuition exercise. One of the most frequently talked about intuition exercises you'll hear is to do meditation. Well, I've got some good news and bad news. The good news is, uh, actually, the bad news, I'll give that to you first, is that a lot of people don't like to meditate. But the good news is that meditation is not technically an intuition exercise. So, one of the things that other things that I've seen in intuition exercises is to go out and be in nature, uh, to sit down and be calm, to center yourself. Now these are all great things to help your intuitive body and to help get you to calm your mind so that you can hear your intuition exor- Your intuition messages, but it's not an intuition exercise. So people actually use their intuition exercises sometimes for the wrong reasons. They want to see if their intuition is working at all. So they try by Doing an intuition exercise, and that's their test. And if they get the, uh, a good hit or if they get the answer right, then they feel like, okay, my intuition's working. Good, let me go and use it on bigger decisions right away. And that's not a good way to use the exercise. Other people want to use intuition exercises to test how good their intuition is and then improve their intuition. And I think that's a better way to go. So, a very common complaint that I hear all the time is, I know my intuition is telling me something, but I don't know what it is. It's very vague. And how do I I deal with that? What do I do? Learning how to sort out the meaning of your intuitive messages is going to come by developing your intuition. And one of the best ways to do that is through exercises. Intuition exercises are going to help you know exactly what your intuition is trying to tell you by improving your skill in decoding its messages. So why do you want to do these exercises? What, what is the goal? Well, the goal of developing your intuition is to get useful information from it, from your intuition. And intuition exercises help hone your ability To pick up accurate intuitive information. Over time these exercises will automatically strengthen your ability to understand what your intuition is trying to tell you in detail. When you exercise your intuition you can personally experience how it comes to you and then you're going to be more aware of how your intuition is different from your thinking mind. I think that's one of the most important things is there Asking, how do I know it's me and not my intuition? Well, you need to practice. And when you work with your intuition and you're exercising it and you're testing it out and you start to see what is an intuitive hit, you're going to understand the experience. So it's just as you need to practice and experience what it's like to, say, learn how to play golf, to play tennis or swim, Your intuition development requires the same practice and the same experience. It's about experiencing. I can describe to you how intuition comes to me, and it may give you some hints to help you on how it might come to you, but how your intuition talks to you in a feeling, in a pop-up thought, is going to be understood by you best when you actually experience it. Learning how to be good at a particular sport is a great analogy on how to be highly intuitive. It's the same thing. You're working on developing your skill. You have to practice. We all know that that's how people get really good at sports. Anything, any, actually anything. Now, you can read all the books and listen to people on how to explain how to swim. Or, um, and, but until you jump into the water and try it yourself, you're never going to know what it's truly like. And you certainly won't be able to actually swim. A key to your intuition development is to practice your exercises frequently and consistently. You should remember to use your intuition on small things and practice exercising it wherever you can throughout the day. I have a free ebook you can get on little exercises you can do alone if you go to my website and you can sign up for it. It's free. Or you can join a development circle, an intuition development circle, which is going to boost your practicing and your intuition significantly, and I highly recommend that. And the reason why practice is important is because in the beginning of the intuition learning path, you're just getting bits and pieces of intuitive pop-ups. Some of the pop-ups you'll miss, some of them you may think are unimportant. Or maybe you believe the pop-up is something your mind made up, your thinking mind. As you're practicing, you're going to begin to get intuitive information that was correct. And you're going to recognize your intuitive pop-ups more easily. You'll become better at triggering your intuition by asking it proper questions and then asking them in rapid succession to reveal more intuitive information. And the more pop-up pieces you get, the more the intuition message will make sense because it's going to have more detail. And when you get used to doing this, you're going to find you can trigger your intuition more quickly and get information faster. And this all only comes with a lot of practice. The key is to practice with good intuition exercises and to deal with the results of your exercise properly. So... What's really also important is to practice a good intuition exercise. And I, I do teach about that. Now, the more you practice, the greater skill will, your, your skill will be in determining when it's your intuition giving you information and when your thinking mind is getting in the way. So if, for example, we have somebody in the chat room who says that they use a pendulum to try to get answers but uh, even then she feels that maybe the um, answers aren't always right. Well, again, these intuition exercises are going to draw on your intuition skill that's within you, uh, things that you are getting inside that are seeing, feeling, hearing, and even a pop-up thought. And you'll get to see what that, your, how your intuition expresses itself to you because when you practice, and you try an exercise, and you start to see what's right and what's not right. When your intuition's right, then you're going to go, "Oh, that's how it came to me. That's how I how it felt." And I also, and also, you'll know when to how to practice in uh, being open, so that you're not thinking. So that's another part of the technique you want to practice. Um, as far as pendulums are concerned, there is a technique to that and one of the things that i like about it is that it kind of can give you some very basic information with yes or no answers Uh, some of the things i don't like about pendulums is that it's a little bit too easy sometimes to manipulate uh, even unconsciously so if there's an answer to a question you're asking and you really want that answer um, you may find yourself making that pendulum do things you want it to do, even if it's unconscious. Um, you, want, you want it to be moved through an intuitive, um, I guess, an intuitive movement rather than uh, you know, working on something that might be conscious. So one of the things you can do with a pendulum is practice on things that are not important. And that's one of the keys to uh, working with your intuition in terms of practicing. So when you practice, and the, the more you practice, the greater your skill is going to be, and the greater your skill will be in determining when it's your intuition and when your thinking mind, as I say, was getting in the way. And you're going to begin to hear your intuition when you aren't expecting it. You're going to gain confidence in using your intuition because you'll know for sure what your intuition feels, sounds, or looks like. You'll begin to recognize your intuition immediately and you'll be able to get detailed information from your intuition more quickly. And when you've honed your ability to use your intuition at your command, you'll have more confidence in your decisions by checking in with your intuition when you make them. You'll no longer be afraid of making the wrong decision. You'll be more connected to your higher self and your soul and you'll know which is the right path to take. Your intuition will be there to tell you what to avoid, when to move forward, and help you find effective solutions to problems. And you're not going to need other people to guide you because you're going to have that guidance from within. So that's the key. What you really want to do is practice using your intuition, develop it, use good intuition exercises, and do it often. So whether it's doing them on your own or whether you're doing it with other people Um, it's really important. So I have a question out there. Let's see if I can, um, if somebody would like to ask a question. And if you'd like to call in and ask a question, you can now. Uh, The number is area code 347-539-5930. Hi, caller, You're on the air. air. Area code 515. Do you have a question for us today? Yes, I do. My question is, my um, sister has been in the hospital since um, Easter, and mm-hmm. and situations going on, like the doctors at one point had no clue what was going on with her, and, and so my question is, how can I get the accurate answers when I'm in a stressful situation? Mm, Cause I was trying great, to get up. Okay. Yeah, that's a great. I was I trying to uh, get out of, of that. Yeah. I know. Totally. So, yeah. Um, actually I didn't ask, what's your first name? Deborah. Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Okay. Hi. Um, so Deborah, you know, one of the problems with, uh, as you know, our intuition is that when we're stressed and we're highly emotional, um, it's very hard to get out of our thinking mind and it's hard to get our emotions to stop interfering with hearing our intuition. So this is a perfect question for today because the best thing to do is to prepare yourself for situations like this by developing your intuition and doing a lot of practices and exercises. So I know you're in a situation right now and you want to get the answers right now. and um, and it, it if you're not too um developed in your skill with your intuition um, probably one of the best things to do is to focus more on the smaller things rather than the big things with your with your sister rather than, oh, you know, which doctor should I go to, or is you know when What's the right medication or what is the right procedure? Those are big, big questions. It may be better to get some broader guidance which, and ask a different kind of question, which is, what can I do now to support my sister and her emotional health? What can I do to be there for her and help her, help her feel better? And you're going to find that something will pop up more from your intuitive heart, and that'll be the right thing. And as you do that, um, that you know that can support your sister in tremendous ways. Does that make sense? Yes, that does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Because sometimes it's the questions we ask. And you know, the other thing you can do is you can connect to uh, by, you know, through just your asking, you know, your, your support system and, you know, that's beyond us. It could be your angels and, you know, that, that could be, you know, just help me now and help my sister be calm and to get us through what we need to get through and show me and let me know if there's anything that I can do to make the situation better. Right, so that's a question, but at the same time, it's it's a prayer. Does that make sense? Yes, that does make sense. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Well, thank you, thank you for your question. I, that that was a great question. Thank you for calling in. Thanks so much, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So that was a great question about. What we could do to um, basically, you know, when you want to use your intuition and it's, and, and you're in a difficult situation, and it could be, you know, health is always hard, uh, career is always difficult, um, anytime, love is even harder. I think, well, no, they're all hard, but I think love sometimes really makes you crazy. And it's a very difficult time to use your intuition. And even if you're highly skilled at using it, you might find. Wow, you know, um, I'm not so sure whether I can connect. And that's when we can turn to a broader question, turn to um, support from around us and above us and say, you know, show me the best thing that I can do. Show me what I can do in this situation to make it better for all of us, to make it better for me, in my mind, in my body, support my spirit. What can I do? And your intuition will show you a way. And also, it's not so highly charged. When we ask a very specific question, our minds get involved, and that's when it makes it a little bit more difficult for us. So that was, thank you, Deborah, for, for calling in. That was a great question. Um, so, one of the, So, again, getting back to those exercises. If you are practicing it all the time, then when you are in a stressful situation and you are in a situation where you have to ask a big question but you're highly skilled at it then you can then you can hear your intuition more easily so if you go back to the sports go back to the skiing um, analogy you know if you're just learning how to ski and you get off the bunny slope and you get onto the green which is the first level and you're able to do that well but you got to practice going up and down the trails many times learn how to stop learn how to turn learn how to go over certain uh terrain and also different kinds of snow conditions which pop up then then you move on to the next level which is the blue but if you feel right when you're just about ready to get off the green and you jump to that double black, which is the most difficult trail, you're going to have a little bit of trouble. So dumping yourself into a situation where uh, it's highly charged and very emotional is like going down the double black diamond trail. It's going to be hard. So you want to bring yourself back to the skill level that you're at, which is, um, which again could be going back to a broader question or exercising your intuition even more. So going back to what's the best way to do this? Well, I, as I mentioned, to practice with other people, to be in a circle, or do um, exercises on your own. And and also the most important thing is the first thing you have to know is how to tell a good intuition exercise from a bad one. There are good ones and there are bad ones out there. And I talked about some bad ones in the beginning. And the good ones have a certain structure to them. And then also, once you find a good intuition exercise, you need to know how to do the exercise properly. So not only are there good exercises and bad ones, but there are good ways to do an exercise and a bad way to do it. And if you do good exercises The good way, the proper way, you're going to advance so much faster, so much more quickly so that when you do run into a problem in your life, what happens, which comes up all the time, because that's life, then your intuition, you know, as I said earlier, what it sounds or feels like. You'll be able to recognize it immediately. You'll be able to get the detailed information that you need and also know the tools on how to get that information. And then you're on your way to accelerating your intuition development astronomically and then be able to go down that black diamond with ease because when those big things come up and you need your intuition, you can use it. So if you want to do some good intuition exercises, one of the things you can do is I have my next online class next Tuesday, May 16th. It's called Intuition Exercises Do's and Don'ts. Learn what a good exercise is, the best way to do an intuition exercise. And then the class after that, we're actually going to do an intuition exercise. So you can actually get this uh, class for free, Um, and I'll tell you in a minute how. And I'm going to show you in this class uh, some of the the things um, on how to do a good intuition exercise, why most of the intuition exercises out there don't work, what's not an intuition exercise, other than the ones I told you already, what are the best intuition exercises, the right way to do it, how to find a good one, and how to do an intuition exercise properly. Like I said, there's a good way and a bad way. So to get these classes, you can pre-order my book, Intuition On Demand. It's actually lower than uh, retail price today. If you go on Amazon, it is today is May 10, 2017. Um, and if you want to find out how to get the free gifts, get, the, um, get these online classes, which each of them is about is $79, but you get it for free. Just go to intuitionondemandbook.com. Find out how to sign up. If you're listening to this podcast after June 6, 2017, after the book is released, you can get the online class on my website. Just go to lmk88.com. So go sign up get the book. It's it's actually, I, I detail a lot of uh, my techniques in the book and there are exercises in there you can do. And then you can take the class and the classes are recorded um, and they'll be available if you sign up before June 6th. So sign up now, get the book, sign up um, after June 6th. The uh, free classes will go away um, but so act now. And And if you're listening to this after June 6th, you can get the book still and go to my website and get the online classes. I'm Lisa Kay, and you've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth, Conscious Living for Your Soul. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Angel blessings to everyone. Bye.